This weekend we're having that same phenomenal prophet, Isaiah, and he's talking about the glory of the Lord is upon you. He's saying, in other words, there's a closeness to the presence of God in our lives. So he says, rise up in splendor, Jerusalem. In other words, to the Jewish people, he's saying, your Messiah has come. Be ready for him. And then he says, your light has come. We've talked a lot about light during this time of the year, especially with the whole 800-year appearance of the light of Christ's star. <clears throat> but it's always been about Christ. It's always been about following him once he arrives. And now we see he has arrived. And in Matthew, we see this beautiful, where's the newborn prince? Where's the newborn king? Where is the Christ, the king of the Jews? And they said, we're following a star. We're following a star, and it's going to lead us to him where we will do homage. Now, <clears throat> when they come, they come bearing gifts because everybody knows when you go someplace, you should bear a gift, right? That's just the nice thing. And they weren't going to bring a bottle of wine or any Fannie Mae candy or anything like that. They were going to bring gifts that spoke of who the Messiah was. So they bring these gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold, because gold is something you give to the king. You don't give plastic to a king. If you're ever invited to the White House, you don't take Tupperware, okay? You take something nice. So gold is what you bring to the nobility of the world. Frankincense. Frankincense is what you offer to God. We just had incense around the altar. That's because we offer incense as our prayers rise up, like in Psalm 141, as the smoke rides up, let our prayers rise up to God. And that's what we're offering to God. We're offering God our very prayers, our very life. And even at his birth, the last gift he had was myrrh. And myrrh is that spice, that ointment that they put over the body to prepare somebody for their burial. So from his birth on, we are called to focus on his death and resurrection. Now that's easy to say in, in hindsight. But now think about that because that is supposed to be the same thing that we are doing as Christians today. As Catholic people, we are called to have our children baptized. We've talked about all of the ritual of the baptism and how that matches up with our funerals. Why? Because every single day of our life we should be looking at our eternity because that's where true light comes forth and if I'm missing out on something it's that because if I'm not focusing on my eternity the decisions I make today are not going to be as good a decisions as they could be that's what this celebration is all about it's about pointing us to the cross and to the resurrection of Jesus Christ so what does that mean to us today Today it means the exact same thing at 2,000 years. None of us are going to get out of this world without dying. Every single one of us is going to be judged. And we're told to keep our eyes on the light of Jesus Christ. And if your eyes are on the light of Jesus Christ, then our lives should reflect the life of Jesus Christ. So that when you walk out of here, you show people the goodness of our God in a way that invites all people to Jesus Christ. 
Christ did not come specifically for any one person or one generation. He came for all people. And today he speaks to us. And he says, go out and be my light to the world. Show the world Jesus Christ. Now we have about 10 people right now in the RCIA. We should have 50. But it's, you know, nobody ever comes to a church. I have been in a number of churches. I've had, I've been pastors of four different churches. And in every place I've ever been, when I ask people in the RCIA, why are you converting? Not one of them ever said, for your preaching. <laughs> Not a one. Okay? No one ever comes for me. They come through you to the church. So let us today be the light the light of Jesus Christ, drawing all people to him.